0: The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA.
1: Hi, I'm Tyler Ivey, driver of the number 47 car, and you're listening to Real Racing USA.
0: welcome back to Inside Florida Racing. And before we get uh, with our next guest um, on our karting segment, I want to remind everybody next week, Lake Speed, longtime uh, NASCAR Cup racer, 19 years, won at Darlington in uh, 1988, and a world-class, uh, of course, karting star. And he'll be our guest, uh, one of our guests next week on Inside Florida Racing. Rob, you ready to roll?
1: Yeah, I'm ready to roll. Uh, yeah, that should be interesting next week. Uh having Lake Speed on here and he'll be talking about how none of his NASCAR could have ever been come to pass had it not been for go kart racing and tonight um we're gonna speak to uh, another proponent, I'm sure, of kart racing, Mr. Phil Harp. Um, how you doing, Phil? Oh, I'm I'm doing okay. A little bit sore, but other than that I'm doing fine. A little bit sore now, um we, we are uh Talking to Phil Harp, he is the uh, founder and promoter of the Soto Champ Cart Series, and uh, we talk about it all the time. How exciting it is to see it! A lot of you folks out there that listen to the show have seen them in action. Uh, why are you sore, Phil? Well, I tried to make a new pit entrance at Charlotte County Saturday night. I tried to pound down the third turn wall, and it just didn't work. So yeah, yeah, I've seen uh, bigger cars than you hit it, and uh, it just doesn't work that well. Yeah, I had a motor blow in
2: front of me, and believe it or not, 12 to 14 ounces of oil throwing you around the heartbeat, and <laughs> I hit it square as You could hit it backwards, so it's all the cart. But we got a new one sitting here, ready to be ready for the for the 30th down there at Port Charlotte. So,
1: so how do you feel, Phil, when you look back at uh, how things have gone since 2005, when you got to start racing at the, at the uh, you know the big show? you know, on the Saturday night races. Uh, how do you feel about that now?
2: Well, I'm happy it's gone as, the way it has. Uh, we continue to grow uh, each and every week, it seems. Somebody new comes along and wants to race with us, which is fine. We're open arms to anybody and everybody as long as they're 15 years of age. Uh, you know, I didn't think it was going to work at, front. at first. I, You know, the first race, I was so worried nobody would show up. And 26 showed up and we put on a show that kids were hanging off the fence and we got a standing ovation at the night, at the end of the night. So uh, it's come a long way and hopefully it keeps
1: growing. Yeah, hey, you know, I remember the first time that I got to race in a go-kart race on uh, Saturday night, um, stock car racing night. And that was a just a demonstration race they were going to let us do at the Tri-City Car Club there at... Sunshine Speedway, um, in front of all the racers there on a Saturday night, and uh, the shifter class, and I'll tell you, it was unbelievable how many guys showed up. There was no money involved, in it, it was just going to be a demo race, you know, we were going to go out, and uh, I remember it was so exciting, and that's, I've told the story before, is that's what got me involved into stock car racing was that i we did a couple of those demo races and then ended up racing at the small Lakeland Speedway before they built the big one. And I got that bug running around in circles, and that's where I am today. But it's very interesting to see that this DeSoto um, Champ Kart Series has really taken on at these other tracks now. How many tracks are you running at now? Uh, this year we're running at five. Hopefully we can either expand or stay at five uh, next year. Good job. Yeah, I mean, and you're keeping, you know, 25 carts there most of the time, right? I believe this year we're averaging
2: right around 20,
1: 22. Uh, The Triple
2: Crown races, of course, we draw a little bit more. There's a little bit more prestige to to that. And, you know, we draw in some big names for that. So, like I said, as long as this keeps going, I'll be happy. Uh, We're really family-oriented. Our tech is one of the toughest techs in the state of Florida. Uh, we tore down three motors Saturday night down there and everybody was legal, so we try to keep everybody as equal as possible. Um, and then we have the, a lot of, a lot of clubs or series don't have somebody that has a couple chefs to travel with us. Uh, we have, uh, Sandy Laterno and, um, I mean, wait, hold on there, I got Tina, Sandy Laterno and Tina, C- uh, Capano. They cook dinner for the whole group every night. And I just can't say enough thanks to them. They, they're supporters. They've been with us pretty much since we started. I think, uh, uh, Danny's actually started with us first and drugged the Laternos in with us. And it's been nothing but a pleasure to have them with us. Uh, their menu, menu ranges from pork chops to chicken and rice to whatever. That's JD Corden's killer is chicken and rice. So, uh, we we'll try to feed him that as much as we can, as we can as the way he's been running. So try to slow him uh, down a little. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he's a little heavy to begin with, but, uh, uh, we're trying to get him a little heavier so he slows down a little bit.
1: What's the average age of, a the Soto Champ Cart Series drivers?
2: Uh, it ranges, well, like I said, they start at 15. I think the oldest one we have with us right now is right around me at 47, 48 years old. Uh, we've had some older drivers come over and test the waters a few times and, and, you know, they ran decent. Um, Majority of our guys are in their in their thirties. I would say. How much it costs to buy one of these cars, race ready? Uh, you can race ready. You can find them online on uh, Bob's or any of the karting forums. Usually for around fifteen hundred bucks,
1: turnkey, ready to go racing. Yeah, so I mean, they're a great, great tool to uh, keep your racing uh, up. You know, stay. Uh, Hard times have got you down, you car racers out there, and you want to keep up racing. The Champ Car series sounds like it'd be a great thing. It might be a little bit more affordable than some of these cars that they're driving.
2: Oh, it definitely is. I mean, motor rebuilds usually run in between three and five hundred dollars, depending on where you go. And most of the motor builders are pretty equal on what power they're producing. So, um, you know, and and I think a lot of what draws people to our series is that we are racing in front of the big crowds, and it's really family-oriented. Um, I mean, I know I, any one of our drivers can go to any other pit there and not argue with anybody, borrow parts if you need them, and guys will actually come over and help you get your cart ready so you're able to make the feature or the heat race
1: or whatever it may be. What do you think you can attribute you being able to keep your... Uh car count stuff at these races. I don't think you guys have had a bum race where you only had ten of them show up, have you? Oh, uh, a couple of years
2: back we had seven show up on a July 4th race and we realized at that point we couldn't run that day because everybody's either over Daytona or, <laughs> or have plans with the family. Um, this year we're doing real good on the car count. Uh, I, I would have to just, you know, everybody has fun when they come. Um,
1: Everybody has fun with income, and it's just a family thing how much uh, you guys have been paying cash prizes and stuff uh for your yeah, race?
2: that- de- that determines on what track we're at one and how many entries we have We take all the entries and uh, they usually pay thirty dollars to enter the race uh five goes a year end five dollars goes a year end award and uh five dollars goes to scoring um and the rest goes into the pot, and if we get money from the track, certain tracks do that; certain tracks don't. Um,
1: the well, tracks I mean, don't give you guys any money. Oops. The tracks don't give you guys any money to race. Most of the tracks do. There's a couple that don't. So I mean, they're ridiculous that. if they don't. I mean, they're paying classes that got five cars in them. You guys show up with a with an actual race. They better be paying you something. So you promoters that are out there listening, yeah, I know you don't care what I think, but. You should definitely be paying these guys because at least they're showing up with 20 or so, you know. And, uh, I mean, shoot, you guys put on a good show. There's no doubt about it. Listen to it. You're just telling us how you're trying to tear the wall down. That's a good show. <laughs> yeah, well, that's
2: not <laughs> the of show we like to put
1: on. We like to put on
2: side-by-side
1: action, multiple passes per lap. Um, and you do. You guys definitely pull that off. And a lot of real drafting that um, you don't get to see you know, at other tracks. Uh, what's the most laps that you guys could run? How many laps could you run, over? let's say, uh, down at uh, Charlotte County Speedway? How many laps could you guys run?
2: Well, we we scheduled 25. Uh, a lot of times, guys are fighting to make the um, the uh, laps just for fuel-wise. We don't we right. didn't even get a whole gallon. Got you. So, you know,
1: so it's, if you guys, you guys ran a 50-lap like or per you ran of fuel, a fuel, so... You ran a 50 lapper, you'd have definitely have to fuel up, wouldn't
2: you? Oh, definitely, definitely. And, uh, you know, we've had guys inquire about having 50 or a 100 lapper, but it's just hard to do with, you don't have usually enough guys. A lot of guys come by themselves or one other person, and, and it's hard to, you know, because you're going to have to shut them off and get them back started. You couldn't have, like, a live fix. You'd have to do, like, a caution at, like, 20 or 25 to put more fuel in.
1: Hey, Phil, and could you imagine doing 100 laps in that thing?
2: i tell you, there'd be a lot. You, <laughs> you would wore be out. wore out, man.
1: <laughs> I,
2: I'm pretty wore out after 25 myself. Yeah,
1: people don't realize. The younger guys get wore out, so. They don't realize. It. I'll tell you, folks, the, the go-karts are no joke, man, because they get so full, so many Gs through the corners because of the traction that they get and the speed that they keep up. Um uh, you know, the, these sort champ carts are getting around this track for their size per scale to a car faster than anything out there. And so the Gs that you're pulling when you're going through there, if you don't have that steering wheel right up in front of you, if it's a foot away from your chest, by the time you run 20 laps, your arms are going to feel like they weigh 50 pounds each. And then your head, that's one of the things I remember when we ran the super cart in circles at that small Lakeland track, I used to have to pull my head over. I had one of those shoulder harnesses. I would pull it over all the way so my left left ear was laying on my left shoulder. And by the time I got done, my whole arm, shoulder, everything would be standing straight up to try. We used to do 50 laps. We'd run 50 laps for 500 bucks. And uh, even Ryan Hunter Ray told us that, you know, there's one thing of being in, in, uh, indie shape or, or cart and then shifter shape. Cause when you're in shifter shape, he said you can do anything in a race car.
2: I know some of the guys that run shifters. Chad Dockin is a good buddy of mine. Uh, he amazes me. Anything he gets in is he's fast. Uh,
1: how he don't get tired, I don't know. Well, he doesn't get like, tired. Look at him. He's a, he, he's a, he's a go-kart racing machine. He's been doing it for so long. He probably doesn't get
2: tired. He can run it.
1: Hey, listen, when I ran at that Lakeland track, the guy that I was racing against when I did that back then, little Chad Dawkins, about 17 years old, and we were like 25 or so, you know? And uh, this kid was was great, man. He would just fly by you, and, and 50 laps for him was nothing. And to see him still racing today, in, in the Champ cars and also in the shifters, it doesn't surprise me at all because he was. If I was, if I owned a go kart, and I wanted somebody to drive it, that's the guy I'd go find to drive it. Him
0: or Dustin. You know, Rob, um, I have a comment too, and this is is, uh, you know, some applause for 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 Phil and, and Mike and the other people that work with him in that series because not only do these guys go out and they put on a good show and they don't demand a lot of the of the promoters, and uh, and they take care of their own business and, and all of that. But they have one of the best, most informative, most interesting um, elastic websites, probably of any traveling tour in Florida, period. And uh, that adds to the to the dimensions of the, uh, of the series. And they might be little cars, but they operate in a big way.
1: Well, what's the name of the website?
2: com. I owe that all to Mike Portman. Mike does one heck of a job on that, and the race reports he does after each race, when you read him, it's like you're there again.
0: Let
1: me see this website.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Let
1: me see this website. Yeah, Mike Portman, he does good with us. Oh, what happened? It didn't come
0: up. Must one of these days, we're going to get Mike on this show, too, as uh, he keeps resisting our efforts. He likes to stay in the background, but uh, one of these days we are going to get him on this show because he is um, he is uh, definitely one of the, I mean, I've been doing this media stuff for a long time, and he is very, very, very good at what he does.
2: Yes, he is, and he's very knowledgeable about starting uh, past and present... Uh, you know, some of the older tracks and the older drivers and stuff like that. He's actually, he actually raced against a bunch of the guys that he's had on already. Uh, he actually stepped out of his cart this year, uh, and let somebody else drive his cart. And I'm trying that for the Triple Crown. It's a little rough for me to be the race director and race, so I go ahead and step out of the cart for the Triple Crown. I got Andy Lucero driving the cart there. Um hopefully I can get something together, like I said, uh, uh, I got one sitting in the garage. I'm trying to get put together actually tearing the destroyed one up tonight and,
0: uh, trying to get it together. And, and you mentioned Andy and Andy now too is one of those guys. I mean, uh, Cece Brooks, who's not here with us tonight, uh, she was a little under the weather tonight, but, uh, she mentioned last week on this show, uh, uh, Andy and, uh, in reference to how much promotion he did, uh, he promotes himself a lot. And that, in turn, helps promote not only your series, but the tracks and racing in general in Florida. Right. I know he
2: had a pretty good run uh, Friday night over to Orlando with his truck. He finished eight, so i congratulating him on that. Uh, you know, he's he's learning, uh, working his way up
1: through the, through the ranks there, and hopefully he goes far with it.
0: All right. Go ahead, Rob. So um,
1: what is I'm, I'm sorry, I'm on this website now and I'm looking at all your drivers i'm I'm looking through the different drivers that are on here. got a lot of drivers there must be must be you know at least sixty drivers or so listed here
2: uh, I don't have an actual number of how many drivers have asked for numbers and been assigned numbers. I know there's been a bunch of them um and they keep coming. Which is, you know, which is great. Uh, we just we want to keep it going as long as we can. Uh, eventually, me and my wife will probably step aside and let somebody else take it over. But until then, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to keep trying to have fun. And,
0: and where is your next event? Uh,
2: my next event is at Auburndale Speedway on June sixth. It's the uh, uh, second race of the Triple Crown.
1: All right. Cool. All right, Bill, Hold on one second, and uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna run over some uh, karting news uh, for this week. Um, this Saturday night, May 23rd, uh, Sumter County Motorsports Park near Bushnell is holding money races and many other karting classes at their one-six mile dirt track. For more information, for more information, go to SumterRacing.com. The Desoto Champ Kart Series competed at Charlotte County Motorsports Park this past Saturday night. Twenty-one carts entered. Uh, J.D. Gordon won his seventh career series event, followed by Robin Pope, Jr. in second, and Tim Simmons in third. Uh, Let's see. Charlotte County Motorsports Park Drafting Cart Series is holding a $400 guaranteed-to-win race on May 30th. No minimum number of entries required. Uh, check out charlottecountyracing.com for more information on that. Now, what's that about? This uh, drafting cart series that Charlotte County's holding. You know anything about that?
2: Yeah, well, Bobby Deal has his own little series down there that runs, I think, once a month uh, on non conflicting dates with the D. Jam cart series. They, they, they run the same rules as we apply to our series. And, uh,. They're just trying to build that series up a little bit, and they're bringing some money in. Uh, uh, Creative World Learning Center is donating some money. Uh, a gentleman named Jason Galini he's also donating some money for the first. And I know there's quite a few of the guys from the G-Soto Champ series that will be there uh, trying to claim that 400 hours.
1: That's it. Throw a little money in there, Jack. They'll come.
0: There you go. I'm
1: out of the woodwork. Uh, Especially Carter's, man. Yeah. You throw some money in there. They get so used to running for nothing. You throw some money in there, man. They come out like crazy. They'll have guys from West Palm there,
2: um, Cocoa Beach,
1: over that area. There's
2: four or five guys. Darren Coper, I believe, is coming over. Ron Stanford, Ed Br- Bill Height. there's quite a few of them going to be here. Uh, I, I, I expect probably in the neighborhood
1: of 20 to 25 cars will be there. All right, that's May thirtieth at uh, Charlotte County Motorsports Park. Like I said, go to charlottecountyracing.com dot com for more information. Uh, Phil, I thank you for coming on the show tonight with us and uh, taking time to talk to us about the Desoto Champ Kart Series. Uh, for more information, you guys can go to desotochampkartseries.com. dot com. And uh, if you got any questions, how do they get a hold of you, Phil? If somebody wants to question you, well, give out your number, the website.
2: My email address is also on the website. They're on the bottom of the first page. Um, they can get a hold of me like that, or come to one of the one of the events that we have, and they can always find me. I'm, yeah. I'm one of the most—I uh, don't know how to put
0: it—accessible
2: guys, I guess you could say.
1: <laughs> accessible. Um, you are very everybody. accessible. Yeah, very accessible. That's good.
0: All right, man.
1: Bill, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, Mike Portman, uh, appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you. Thank you very
0: much. All right. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob, before we go to break here, um, Hildebrand Jewelers, of course, uh, sponsors our uh, Inside Florida Racing Driver of the Month every month and uh, provides the, the awesome ring that's going to be awarded at the end of this year.